up everyone out there? It is Freaky Friday here on Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where we actually make money. Yeah, how about that? Kind of a crazy idea. Download the app for free. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. If it's free, it's for us. So make sure you're getting up there. Follow me on Twitter as we go through the day, pitching changes, weather, and all that good stuff. You know, we're bringing you all the nuance and the context that you could possibly stomach every day, Monday through Friday here on the Mayo Media Net. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the audio pod and follow me on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. Oh my god. I think I sound as bad as we did yesterday. My kids are sick, burning up 103. I feel like garbage. Never let it stop me. Up before the crack of dawn, as always, to bring you this, the fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere, doing all my work. And, you know, my favorite quote that I apply all the time, give me five hours to chop down the tree. I'm going to spend the first four sharpening my axe, and that's usually what I do. Getting up before the crack of dawn, like I say, and um, building my data sheets. And you don't really realize if they're not correct until the very end when I go to apply my stacks and stuff. And I realized I botched the entire thing. So get ready for the worst episode of your favorite baseball show. I did the very best I could. Man, it was so bad this morning. We are just going crazy. One probably, you know, related to the other. But let's get into it. Yesterday was brutal again. Of course, you know, these things happen. And then we had the pie smushed in our face a bit more. We, re- I was loving that O oh, 3.5 first five Philly and San Diego, and it was like 1-0 after 5, then of course 6 runs scored in the 6th. Such is the life of the F5 better sometimes, such is the life of the baseball better sometimes, such is the life of the better in general. Also, why risk management is so important. Remember, this is not football, where you really can get a feel and push for it, because the events don't happen long enough, that you have to go for it. In baseball, I would argue it's the opposite. If you begin to chase all of your hard feelings, you know, heavy, strong leans, you're going to probably get yourself in trouble with the infinite pretty much amount of opportunities. Now, let's get into just that. We're doing the three pillars of profit every single day here, daily, DFS, jock market, but that's pricing and rating, a little stack attack. We're going to do some fantasy today, something a little bit different. Fridays have just been like here and there, a little bit of everywhere, and I mentioned a blind spot during the week talking about fantasy and why not look to take advantage of it and we're kind of mining the reliever board. That's where I have struggled. I had Corey Knable and now he's down. A lot of people digging for saves and that's not something that we were talking about. So hey, let's give it a whirl today. I did a little bit on that and then of course we'll do some bets. Without any further ado, let's get up into it. Man, I really botched my pitching work this morning. I totally crossed players. It happens sometimes. Single names get crossed because remember, I the reason why I think the work is so effective is I'm always trying to combine different sites and that's where it becomes difficult that all use player IDs, some places use first name, some places use last name, some places use accent, some places don't. It's really, really difficult and we do pretty good. Made it up all the way to the end of June before I blew it. Well, let's see how I do. The first one we want to look for, we're going for the Twinkies, those righties from Minnesota against Herman Marquez. I thought he was supposed to be good away from cores. That has not been the case either. 616 ERA, 155 whip on the year. The in-zone contact rate, there's a certain 
pitch to contact that can be successful. And then I think there's a certain number where it's just too high. I think Marquez is right there when it's over 92. I think you can pitch to contact at 88 and not so much at 90 and above. You know, that's just too much. You're going to find yourself in spots as a pitcher where you need to avoid contact. And then on top of it, the contact has been really poor, which I believe is a function of the command or the lack thereof from Marquez this year. 46% hard hit rate via StatCast has led to a nearly two home runs per nine and a 950 OPS to righties year-to-date. You can't have that against the majority split, of course. Righties hit 10 of the 14 home runs year-to-date, and in particular, it's on the fastball. So I'm a few minutes late today, but hopefully it was worth it because I'm still trying to get down to that granular stuff. The fastball to righties, 900 X-Lug. Yeah, I checked that one twice. You'd think that number would be wrong, but it's not four home runs there. So we're looking for... Carlos Correa right now crushing right-handed pitching last 34 plate appearances, a 394 BA, 364 ISO. And remember, ISO, as we get into these extra base props, the total base props, I should say. Remember, ISO is a measure of extra bases. So, yeah, the 394 BA tells you you could get there with two singles, but you really want to get there with an extra base hit. 1,100 OPS in that span. Now, notice, I love OPS, but OPS not as effective when we're talking about total bases because it incorporates walk. So, I, I know there is a bit of... A universal application going on here, but that's why I think me, you, the Quarks, that's crew, we're kind of getting a reputation for being the sharpest tools in the shed. And I don't really mind it, in particular because if you feel like some of this is over your head, just reach out to me, but tag me on Twitter. Let's do the lesson, you know, in public. And if it's something you're embarrassed of, then hit me up in private and I'll do it anonymously. But that's what this is. This is a communal learning experience. If I was being selfish and trying to focus on getting my win percentage up, I wouldn't be spending all my time, you know, doing this stuff. Obviously, you know, doing all the extras, but that's what it's all about. So let's get back into Correa, really killing right-handed pitching in that span, 25% barrel, 50% hard hit rate, all the stuff you're looking for. I also had Jose Miranda. Sorry, there's your stack attack thing. So there we go. I'm just compounding unforced errors. But, you know, you got to give you a chance to see that handsome Facha Bella, right? So, Correa for the Twinkies. I have the bomb there. I do think he hits the ding-dong off Marquez, who has been pretty bad. I also have Jose Miranda circled if he is playing. His playing time has been a bit spotty, but better as of late. The Twins just seem to be going with like a hot hand thing. So while he's hitting and he's playing, I think we can start him. He should be cheap in jock market. And DraftKings a really good place to backfill. As I'm noticing in total base props... The pricing doesn't really get to a point where it's worth taking a step down on these guys because you sacrifice the plate appearance with them hitting late in the order. Now, of course, every single person on the stack of deck yesterday hit the total bases except for the two guys that we picked, and that's just the way it's going to be sometimes. Also, remember the proximity of these things. Like, when we miss yesterday, expect today those are probably going to hit. we got to start tracking the day after because, remember, the model... These things are not precise. We're talking about three plate appearances a day, four plate appearances. And sometimes, in particular, yesterday, Jorge Soler, you know, barrel the ball. If you, if you barrel the ball, it's the best, that's the best kind of input we could ask for. We just didn't get the hit. All right, let's get up into the second stack of tacky. It is... Um, it's out of order on the stacks. There we go. Here's another unforced error as the worst episode of the best show ever continues. It's the Rockies... In that same game, going up against Dylan Bundy, you may remember him. He scored four touchdowns for a poke high in a single game. 
Uh, it's been a tough go for Bundy. Re- really, nothing new, especially considering the numbers being so bad. He's been he's had spike games. So five seventeen ERA, one thirty WHIP, eight hundred OPS. All those attack metrics in place. Forty one fly ball, eleven barrel, and the nearly two home runs per nine. All the stuff we're looking for. But he's fallen apart as of late. Now this is really great. This is what I love about Bundy because when you go up against him, and then sometimes he's just gonna stick it in your eye, right? Gorilla Monsoon says stick his thumb in right in your eye. Seven ERA, two and a half home runs per nine the last eight games started and the best part of that is that's including eight innings pitched one earned run the last time out giant capital lol four touchdowns Dylan Bundy is so much fun to cover go up against and then have him get us sometimes he's going to jab you and get you in the chin I don't think it's going to happen again I really like to sell the rip on a guy like Bundy after he just came out and was awesome <laughs> this is the time to get on him 832 OPS against lefties year to date in particular the fastball nearly 600 x-log three of the home runs responsible there so give me the rockies lefties you see it up there blackman and mcmahon you'll notice for the audio only listeners i don't have that really schnazzy bomb emoji because i really couldn't justify it like that the numbers are flimsy right i don't want to start shoveling too small samples at you sometimes over a month like that feels like the shortest i want to go three weeks 35 plate appearances 25 plate appearances This is not that, but Blackman and McMahon, who I both liked coming into the season because of track records, because of profile, had been kind of bad, and now they've been much better, and again, we talk about the sine wave, I guess we haven't today, but I do like to look at production in baseball in terms of sine waves, especially for fantasy baseball. Guys that stink, and they stink for prolonged, prolonged periods of time, oftentimes are the best candidates for bounce back, and with the weather and all that stuff, plus they play in cores half the time. I'm liking what I've seen from Blackman and McMahon. I know it's only the last seven days, but they both have like a thousand OPS in that span. McMahon, 11 barrel, 55 hard hit rate versus right handers that one's year to date right so that's something that maybe we can sink our teeth into give me blackman and mcmahon in that same game so what what does that mean people whenever we trigger two teams on the same side of a game you want to be looking to backfill your dfs there you want to be looking to backfill your jock market there that's another rule i'm going to add to the sheet on patreon again follow me up on twitter with all the patreon links but it's all 100 free it's just the easiest place to host all the links, I will correct my disgusting pitching data before I put it up. I'm going to have to spend another hour doing that today. Yuck. All right, let's get up into the next model hit. We got the Cubbies against the Cardinals. It's Kyle Hendricks, 5-4-3 ERA, 1-4-5 whip, 8-30 OPS attack, metrics in place. 10% K minus walk, really the beginning where you're starting to look. 42 fly ball paired with the 10 barrel has been the reason for the nearly two home runs per nine. Hendricks has got to keep it down. If he's not keeping it down, he's in trouble. Righties have a 413 Woba, 970 OPS year to date. We mentioned that earlier with Marquez. You just can't have that kind of split against the majority. It's been really, really bad. I'm sorry, I said righties and the majorities. Let's just dogpile all these mistakes that should be lefties. It's 413, well, but 970 OPS to lefties year to date. I can't go back to redo this, such as live TV. I'm already late. Oh my goodness. And 10 of those home 
run. So the fastball to lefties, lefties, year to date, 856 x luck and seven home runs. So we want to be looking for the Cardinals lefties, Cardinals lefties, right, John? You could do this if we say it enough, right? Repetition is at the heart of all these things. So we got to be looking for my boy, Nolan Gorman. You see that one up on the sheet. He does have the animated lit bomb emoji. Last 20 plate appearances against righties, a 370 BA 1200 OPS 474 ISO. Love every bit of that. He's very interesting. Gorman in particular is very interesting as far as this... Right, universal format application goes this way that we've been. Me just kind of being a fount, and now granted, I've been pretty bad in the betting end, but the information is all very good. So I think even if you're going to fade me in betting, you should be using the model, right? It's all really good stuff. I just applying all of it is so very difficult, especially without. I probably need like a crew here. So we want to be looking for Nolan Gorman doing the work. And what I want to get at with Gorman is the strikeout rate. That was the thing that people knock him for the K rate. As far as total um, base props go, that's fine. We want all the aggressiveness. All the aggressiveness. We do not want to walk. We do not want players taking pitches. Gorman is a perfect example of a player that is perfect for total base props. The Cardinals also score runs in clumps, get tons of at-bats, and he's been hitting in the top of the lineup. All the extra pieces that matter when we're trying to figure out if we're going to pull the trigger. 26 barrel, 56 hard hit for Gorman against righties. Fastballs, right-handed fastballs, year-to-date. So I also had Newt Bar if playing, because we do have a double stack today, uh, split 640 to up to 805, and the 805 starts are on their own. So stack attack is the Twins, Correa, possibly Miranda, with the Rockies, Blackman, and McMahon in the same game. Backfill into that. And then Gorman later on. Sorry about the mistakes thus far. All right, let's take a deep breath and try to get back on track. All right, over to the fantasy side. We go, again, just trying to apply something a little different. If, you're, if you've been sticking around the whole time, I would love your comments and feedback. To let me know what you find the most effective. This is not about what I want to do. Don't try and make less work for me. That's the last thing that I care about. I'm trying to make it work. I like, was blowing through all 30 teams, trying to do lefties and splits and platoons, and it just, it just wasn't working. It wasn't producing any fruit that we could eat. You know, that's really the point. I don't mind the work, but we got to, right, if we're going to put in the squeeze, we got to get that sweet, sweet juice. So, again, I want to be very clear, and I hope, I mean, I've been taking L's like crazy today, but I want to be known for that. You know, I want to be known for the the handicapper, the analyst that speaks way more about losing than I do about winning. That's fine. If that's the thing that separates me, oh, I, lose all, I lose all the time. Everybody loses all the time. I just talk about it. I just put a giant spotlight on it because it's how you heal the wound. And one of the blind spots that I'd had, see, and this is in particular, let's, let's, let's do this universal thing again. I play head-to-head points leagues. In those leagues... You could start starters a lot of times, CPS leagues. You could spark, right, starting pitchers as relievers. That's what I do. I don't start relievers. So, again, I have a blind spot for relief pitching. In NFBC, more competitive 15-team leagues, it's just so ridiculous. You just kind of – I don't even know what to do, honestly. I'm, I'm a bit lost. I have paid up for saves because I had been lost, I should have said. So, in order to counteract that, I drafted up, which is – Done really well, but that keeps you away from adding. And then when you have a guy like Neville, who you hope would be good as a secondary kind of closer, now was bad or hurt or both and stunk or everything, who knows? 
needs to be replaced. And I'm really having difficulty because I think I'm too late. So let's do the thing that we do. Me, you, the Cork Stats crew. And if you're unfamiliar, today's your first day. I am seeing those numbers click up, which is awesome. Thank you so much. It sounds like a perfect time. And you know what? I can't even ask for a like that. I don't deserve the like. We'll wait till Monday. Uh, don't thumb down it. Maybe there's like a commodus, right? Give me the give me the sideways thumb. All right, let's start enough of that, man. Let's get into this. Relief pitcher. This is K minus walk. Leaders, again, this was kind of new for me how to even scrape this stuff. I had trouble with the advanced leaderboard because I couldn't, I didn't know who, what teams everyone was on. So I had to find a place that had it. And then when I started looking for, what do you look for, ERA? A lot of relievers have zero ERAs. They don't get charged for inherited runners. Home runs, a lot of relievers might not give up a home run in 12 innings or 20 innings or whatever it is. So it becomes kind of difficult. So I, I thought maybe K-minus walk... Felt pretty singular. I was even open to doing another one. I wasted a few minutes this morning, even while I was late, trying to get another one. I had trouble pairing it. Maybe I should have paired with like ERA just to see how these things are. Because I know results are stupid, but that's one of the things that matters. Because the set is so small. So these are relief pitchers in among the leaderboard, right? It's not the straight leaderboard that would be annoying. No one wants to know that. Emmanuel Classe is awesome. We all know that already. But these pitchers have faced at least... 40 batters in the last 30 days, right? So I wanted to make sure that I shrunk the pool of pitchers to relievers getting usage. We're not looking for under underused, right? Because I think if you're underused, being really good will get you usage. And then when you're really good there, you can get a prime spot. High leverage and then the closing. So we're looking for guys here. Let's just get into it. Joe Jimenez, who was a closer at some point, 40% came in his walk, jumping off the page the last month. The reason that matters is Soto right now closing for the Tigers could get traded. So if he gets traded, Jimenez would step into a role. If you have a spot, could be worth it. I know this is going to be all pure desperation plays, and I think maybe some of these names might turn into something. I think there could be something here. The Dodgers, um, Kimbrell, who I believe has the role but has been spotty. Daniel Hudson, 32.5K minus walk. Miami, Tanner Scott has the clear role. If you're in a sh more shallow league, make sure that you have him because he has showing shown skills along with role. Nearly 30% K minus walk. Matt Moore, I know, has been Awesome out of the bullpen, nearly 30% came on his walk. He popped up on a couple more of the other lists that I didn't end up using, but he did. Uh, Barlow has the role, but again, any injuries, I don't think Texas will be trading. They are kind of on the move with the extra player spots, but one injury away, Matt Moore could be your closer. Oakland, Lutrovino, who has stunk, I think his ERA is over 10, has been better as of late. Oakland doesn't have many opportunities to close. They also don't have anybody to really do it. Jimenez looked good for a bit, and then he didn't. I know it's very easy to throw Trevino in the trash, but he showed you some skills with the role last year. Oakland not going anywhere, not, and now he hasn't been good enough to even trade, so he could land in a role. Again, I know people don't want to hear it. Connor Brogdon for Philadelphia. I think he had a hold this week, I believe Dominguez is the guy in Philly, but something in the water there, in the bullpen, something, I don't know, they need to change color Gatorade because it ain't working. So if Dominguez falls apart, it would be Connor Brogdon maybe next, you know, if this bears fruit. St. Louis, Genesis, Cabrera, they've been spotty with usage, but I think he even got a save chance the other day, showing nice skills. Sean Armstrong on Tampa, I know, <clears throat> puke emoji, but, you know, somebody's got to close games. I think he had a hold also, as well, to San Diego, Luis Garcia, and then finish it with the Dodger, Yenti El Monte. Again, you'll see several of the teams be repeated. I was trying to look for 
applicable names. The Yankees have a few people in here, but between Holmes and Chapman, there is no spot. So again, I'm all. I don't mean to be. I hope it doesn't come across. I'm putting my thumb on the scale of the list, but I am trying to make it applicable. These being the teams that have save opportunities, maybe, or in Matt Moore's case, he just popped and would be possibly the next man up. All right, let's round third on this week. Oh, baby. First looks. Here we go. The betting has been brutal. It's just been awful. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Like, if you follow the Miami-Colorado one, I don't want I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, my God. There was one of those Elias Stat Bureau, Sport Bureau records. Colorado, an extra base hit in every single inning. Or they just couldn't get it. Four, 14 hits in the first five innings, and we couldn't get the runs. It was just... Oh, gosh, it was crazy. And, and betting has been crazy. Now we're seeing it talked about different balls in season, different balls possibly being used, and we're not going to be making excuses. We're going to stay the course without being stubborn. So we're going to continue to apply the model intelligently. I'm going to continue to run the business at a decelerated risk and shift towards the total base props because the pricing is there, the results have um, been there, right? So I, I think that's pretty smart. If anything, the thing I've been thinking about more because of the success we've had with the broader kind of stack attack, those players producing, maybe this is like um, a dime on everybody, you know what I mean? Like, and if you're, um, you know, a tenth of a, meaning a tenth of a unit, so if you're a hundred dollar better, just put ten bucks on on everybody. Maybe we end up with the, the eight or ten players, right? But they're coming at plus money, so you don't even need to hit five of ten. You might need to hit four of ten to profit. And as I kind of vocalize this, that sounds like a pretty viable strategy. I, you know, these are the ways that I've made money more in football than baseball. Usually, baseball might because I mean, again, I don't really play on the ball. I don't care. The model and the results have been so reliable that there's no need to kind of shift away. But now that we've seen it shift away and in our face, like weird, it's been so weird. And then to have pitchers, Michael Lorenzen, namely, and other pitchers get out in front and straight up call out the league for different balls in different spots, different balls in the same game. Listen, we need some level of consistency. There's already a lot of variance in baseball, and there's still going to be. I'm not trying to say there isn't in the total base stuff, but we have to admit that we're be kind of laser focusing the um, amount of variables. And I think you know, I think that makes sense. So especially if we can eliminate variables and we're increasing our odds, lowering the needed win percentage, we really could be stumbling on on something really great. And, and remember, minus 110 sucks compared to plus 100 and plus 125 in particular. Minus People, I think, tend to think about minus 110 is, minus 110 is not even. 10% is not even. If you lose 10%, you need 11 to get it back. All right, let's get up into the batch. You can see it on the board. Audio-only listeners, check it out. Um, the first one is pretty intuitive. Colorado and Minnesota, F505, because we mentioned both starting pitchers coming up on the stack attack, right? So if both teams in a single game get popped up you can definitely expect that for us to go over it feels right now that if we go f5 over the scoring will be done in the sixth it feels right now if we go full game over they'll score seven in the first five and then it'll stop flat there that part we can't help but the part we can't help is 
the risk management. So I'm going to stick with what we do and stay with the F505 minus 110 there, Colorado, Minnesota over. And then next up, we have Michael Kopech against Austin Voth. I was very surprised to see this run line half run at minus 110. Again, I cannot run you through the quick data because I got nothing. I have mixed up wrong numbers for you. But we do know Michael Kopech is excellent. Tim Anderson is back. The White Sox lineup started to get up off the bat where we want to be. Baltimore is vulnerable heading into a downturn and Voth is not very good. He is from the frozen ice planet of Voth. And um, yeah, I know I used to town him a couple years ago. So if you remember that, like, holy cow, man, there were tweets, there were tweets for that bad boy. So I think he'll only probably go one time through the order, but even if he gives up two, the Baltimore Oriole bullpen, which has been good late, it does not have anybody, I think, to fill in there. So I believe even if we don't smoke Voth, I think the White Sox get him that that next time around. So give me the White Sox to cover the half run at minus 110, and then the total base props you see up on the board. Carlos Correa, who was on the stack attack, we did that analysis, and Nolan Gorman. Also, Correa at plus 100, Gorman at plus 125. Expect the Gorman line to move closer to the Correa line. Expect the Correa line to move at least 10 cents in our direction. And that will do it for the worst episode of the best show ever. Hopefully, it didn't come across too bad. Um, it feels like, I, I, you know, this will be perfect, too. We're going to win today. We're going to win today because because <laughs> that house is sucked. <laughs> That's like a guarantee. It's just how these things go. Looking at the body right now, we called that with the Padres uh, yesterday. I get, I love it, man. The people that have gravitated towards this are extremely smart. And I do the majority of the talk about the losing. Most people talk about the work ethic, the consistency of the work, the quality of the tools, and you know how great it looks. So I do appreciate that because people have gotten to me about that throughout the year. That stuff on Patreon really been pushing, getting it better again. Have to hit Patty Mayo. Thank you for being the wind. On the neat these sales people, if you do appreciate the things we do, you can download the Jock Market app, use the code MMN, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you think I somehow salvaged this show you could press the like button i'm now like eight minutes behind and if you are borderline compulsive like i am that is an absolute nightmare i cannot believe it this is the worst i've done from a logistics standpoint it's funny i guess most people don't talk about this i love to talk about this because i feel like it's very real you know i feel like and that's why people dig the, us, you know, the, the whole kind of shtick, our whole thing, you know, this very open book, this very genuine, I mean, it's really what it is, you know, I got nothing, I, I got nothing I'm not showing right now, so all my cards from the table, and the, there's a vulnerability in that, and when we start losing, you know, I've had people do the nastiness, but it's definitely outweighed by the good, so thanks everybody, we're pushing up against it. Please have a wonderful weekend. I know I'll be unplugging a bit, although I would like to open the conversation to NFL best ball only. Yes, I mean, all the way up in the weight, baseball people can bounce, football people. Best ball only is a conversation I'm not really getting into redraft yet. But if you want to hit me up about best ball, you want to talk about 
underdogs, both the Superflex and the Best Ball Million. I am drafting those like crazy. I pretty much have the board memorized. And we're going to have some news. We're talking about doing a football stream. Maybe once a week we'll get to it on the weekends. I have some pure goats that I've been speaking to to get onto it. I have a whole bunch of work kind of lined up. I'm doing it at nighttime and on a weekend, like I'm saying. So Saturday I've been working on football. Sunday I've been unplugging and doing the family thing. I suggest you do the same. Don't gamble seven days a week. It will drive you crazy. Remember, stare into the abyss for too long. And ye become it, you know. So, all right, I'm out because I'm rambling about the abyss. So, you know, when I'm dropping Nietzsche quotes, it's time to get out. So, all right, everybody, enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Wish me luck with my pitching sheets and my sick kids. You all have a great weekend. And remember, I'll catch you on the flip side. And when you work this hard, if it's a lot less like luck, peace. Peace.